Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm your host, Rocco. You get and it. I'm Dan. Renting and ripping without a solid plan. Often political guaranteed crash. This is Critical Mass. Daniel. Daniel. Dan. Yeah. I mean, intense. we're in the first. This is the first episode. And he's already attempted suicide. I was just trying to cut up the circulation from his brain. He the, he doesn't need any more blood to that brain because there's well, there's already not much going up there anyway. Is this is it like a new type of thing? Like the Folks, Tide Pods we thing? are back. Woo, we are yeah. back. Yes, thank you, thank you, audience. Thank you. We are back. Dan is playing the piano beautifully, as per usual. We have instruments now. Just too much rock and roll. That's what I've been told. That's right. That's that's folks. This is I could be wrong, but I think it's season 19. 19. You know what? We started in 2017. Okay. We started in 2017. I think it's season legal in Canada. Uh, Yes. Is this a metric conversion thing? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, The whole show is going to be in kilometers now. Did you guys ever hightail it across the uh, border as soon as you were 19? Four years? Yes, I went to school oh, at yeah. Niagara. I turned 19 oh, at Niagara. Perfect. Oh, so, right. well, yes. I mean, look, when you're in college, what's what's a law, right? What's a border? Yeah. Well, yes. we would drive to um, the Rainbow Garage, <clears throat> and then which is right next to the Rainbow Bridge, incidentally. Mm-hmm. But you could walk across yeah. the bridge, and right. we always chose That's to crazy. walk because then, like, there's no car for them to search. There's no, right. like, you don't yes. have to deal with that. Please and then not. when you walk, you're like, the bars are not that far from the bridge. So we would just Low park minus. the car on the American side. We would walk across the bridge and just immediately start getting intoxicated. Um, LJ got punched in the face in a bar fight when we were there. Wow. Well, then what happened after that? Um, we went, so his face immediately started swelling up. His eyes started swelling. So it was me and another person that's been on this show, uh, Rick. Uh Of course it was the three of us. Um, Lance just said something he probably shouldn't have said. He got cocked right in the face. It was a sucker punch, total surprise. And we just started bailing because they're like 10 other kids ran up and we were like, yep, this isn't going to work. So we went into like a subway, we ducked into a subway and I like ran up to the guy on the counter and I was like, hey, I need like a bag. Like, I want to put ice like for my friend's face. Right. And he was like, it would be one dollar. You have to pay one dollar. And I'm like going through my pockets and stuff. And I'm like, dude, just give me a bag you of just ice. No, he's used to it. That's why he's like immediately right yeah. off the bat. One dollar. Yeah. Well, I pulled a loony out of my pocket. One of the, the coins. Yep. Yeah. And he had the bag on the counter. And I remember I just whipped it at him as hard as I could and just grabbed the bag. <laughs> I <laughs> Fuck you, Thank dude. You, man. Like, seriously, like my friend's you make, face. You you made America proud that night. Of course, America, baby, America. The so pain. I think it bears um, some importance that we mention that uh, we don't have a guest tonight. No, we have no guests. Boo! We have no guests. Tonight. I'm not listening. And the format has thus changed. Yes. We have a third. It's a growth. It's manageable. And not it cancerous. Not, it's not cancerous. Not his yet. name is Adam. His name is Adam, folks. And he's Adam, nice. give he, him a warm, warm welcome, all of you. Right. I'm like, 
my computer froze what? a second, and I'm that... just like trying. <laughs> I think how you were come... pretty much on cue. How come I feel like I've heard that applause before? Is that pre-recorded by any chance? No, no. Well, they're very oh. see, they practice. Uh, no, Just everyone, give it up for Adam again. Consistent, See, completely different. Consistent, not even, not even it's close. consistent. It's That's not even it. Close, Adam. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. No, no. I think I heard like uh, I think I heard like some sort of chirping sound or something or. It's possible. Oh, oh, oh! In the background last time. So well, yeah. We entertained that was the, the night zoo. we had on live animals. That That's true. Oh, yes. That was your Jack Hanna. episode. Jack Hanna was here. Like we don't have on live animals right now. Hey, the three of us. By, hey, the, way, hey. by the way, Jack yeah. Hanna, total yeah. fraud. Really? really? Total fraud. I really watch his shows now. Mm-hmm. And I assumed you watched a lot of them as a kid. Maybe you don't remember, but somehow you do. Like he's always just always. Banging yeah. Your, you show yeah. up on talk shows. Yeah. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's not an expert on any living thing at all. He just goes and finds people that are, and he wears wow. like a safari hat and shit, and it makes him look important. He doesn't know anything more than like, I don't know, name an American Idol judge. Like he doesn't know shit. Hmm. I I can I don't know any Simon Cowell. Oh, and he's, and he's got a giant lisp. Well, why are you being so hateful? Oh, come on! About lisps, Dan. You can't help that, man. I mean, you can, but you know, yeah. some people just can't. Get as much help as they can, and they still oh, can't get rid of the lisp. We're getting a phone call. Hello. Hi, this is the ACLU. Yes. We Hello. got word that one of your podcast hosts is being derogatory towards those with lisps. Wow, you guys! Since you know the you know Me what? Too movement, you guys have been really on top of things. Called right away. Yeah, we well, as this is a podcast, we have a live camera. Oh it's wow. Closed, it's a CCTV mm-hmm. camera. Sure. Okay. With audio. Well and, we did uh, politely ask <sighs> Harvey Harvey Weinstein to leave. We politely asked him to leave. <laughs> For making uh making jokes about people who lisp. Well, no, I told him that you we had already accepted you onto the podcast, Adam, that you yes. didn't need to do anything extra Weinstein. to get on the podcast. <laughs> Listen, listen. Since since Rush Limbaugh died, I was willing. We've had nothing to do, and you guys have been off the air. So this is our first chance at cracking down on somebody. Well, yeah, we're we're gonna have to. Okay. Well, Well, to be fair, the guy was already he already had a knife to his throat within the last ten minutes, and was tying a rubber band around his forehead. So I think him is existing is punishment enough for him. Yeah, and for the rest of us. Yes. He's got, a lot, he's got a lot going on in his life. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rubber bands s- and knives. I'm going to slowly hang up now. Okay. Boop. <laughs> boop. Uh, boop. That's a great. You sound like sound. a guy saying boop. That's what, that's what my three and a half year old does when she's doing pretend phone calls. Oh. She literally goes, boop. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> my son just picks up something he thinks is a phone and keeps continuously screaming, hello, mommy. Hello? Hello? <laughs> Mommy. What do you think is a phone? What is not a phone? That you just, just, yeah. Like the remote control, a banana. <laughs> right. um, he has like this. It looks like a, the handy dandy notebook from Blue's Clues. Yeah. But it's like yeah. you, you can draw the magnet stuff on it. Uh-huh. Like, and, and then he thinks that's a phone because it kind of. Oh, those like are cool. Yes. Eventually, he'll just be like, you know, shoving a jelly bean in his ear, pretending it's Bluetooth. 
Well, I have to. I have a funny story about. Um, daddy, about look, my, I'm a daddy. Look, I'm a douchebag. About yeah, there you go. I got a funny story about my my son. I had a group of people at dinner last night laughing pretty hard. We uh, I decided to go a little early to pick him up from his uh, preschool. And when I do that, mm-hmm. I like to pop my head in the door and just kind of see what he's doing. Um, especially since I know it's still class time. So all the kids are sitting around in a circle, and the teacher is reading a book. Now, I, I didn't get to hear really the book or or know what the book is about, but I do mm. see my son with his hand raised. I was very, mm. very proud of that. I was like, OK, he's raising his hand. So she calls on him. Right. And he and now I'm paraphrasing, but he just goes, you know, there there's dinosaurs that live in the sea, in the water and they're sea dinosaurs. And and they they're they they're swimming in the water in the sea. And she nods and she goes, yes, this book is about the moon. <laughs> and I just burst out laughing, just going, yeah, that's my that's my kid right there. <laughs> he's just like his senior. Kid's year. Like- it's just, you know, it's so amazing how far he's come. <laughs> you, you know, he just turned 18. <laughs> Uh, oh, shit, we're getting another phone call. Oh God! Hello, yeah, yeah. Hello, hang on, it's lagging. It's really lagging. Hello. Yes. Hi. Yes, hello. Yes. Hi. I'm new here. This is Dave from the ACLU. We were just talking. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you again? Yeah. What the fuck was that? What? What, a child to, what was inappropriate? To an adult child with developmental disabilities. That's Listen, nobody said anything about that. Listen, they're God's little clowns. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say God's little clowns. Apple doesn't but, fall um, for Uh I didn't want to. Yeah, well. <sighs> oh guys, hold on. This is important. Oh. I, need to, I need to take this. Hold on. No, oh, he's got a phone. Mommy. Oh. Mommy. <laughs> oh, mommy. Mommy, uh, uh, mommy. For those who can't see what's going on, Adam just, just held a book to his face and pretended it was a phone. That was a phone. That's my phone. Mm. That's what his phone looks like. That's what they tell yeah. him at least. It's so he'll leave book. the Verizon store. So... <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. I made a joke. Slowly hand the book out to me. I made a joke. Yeah. yeah. And it's not being recognized. No, it wasn't funny, though. That's the problem. I called it a phone book. Yeah, I, Dan, it was a pun. It's good. It was very punny. Good. I'm just intimidated by your sense of humor, so I did. That's what it is. I knew. Kind of hold back. Yep. That's exactly exactly how everyone feels. That's how it's going to be. I don't think you should be in control of the soundboard anymore. I don't want to be. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm done with it. Oh God, no. Um. So I called you all here today, um, because there was there's just the internet has been ablaze again. Oh, no. About since when cancel culture and uh, separating art from artists <clears throat> and mm-hmm. a lot of oh, it, right. yeah, a yeah. lot of it is, I mean, it's been going on for a long time. It's something that I think all three of us have discussed even on this show. Um, but <clears throat> the, the ferocity is really around two things, two mm. major things Dose. that are coming out. One Dose. being. Hogwarts Legacy, which is the Harry mm. Potter video game, and J.K. Rowling has come out uh, as a pretty profound turf 
um, which if you don't know what that is, it's a trans exclusionary radical feminist. In essence, a woman that just doesn't feel that right. trans people are women, um, period. Mm. And then okay. you've got your uh, you, you, on the other side, you've got The Flash coming mm. out starring Ezra Miller and Ezra Miller, who identifies they them. Um, they had uh, bad. a lot of bad stuff. Bad stuff, yeah. Kidnapped some people, um, had a sexual relationship with a 13-year-old girl, um, did a lot of violent shit, I believe, in Hawaii, took some hostages at one point. Really? Um, but he's he's the Flash. <laughs> he's... They. Yeah. They. Sorry. They. I, it's hard for me. I want to do it right. No, it, it is hard, but it's only when you're, like, listening that you can actually focus. It's but you want to wonder sometimes. I mean, we'll get into it. But I wonder sometimes if they chose to give themselves the non-binary thing to try and get out of any sort of trouble that would be commonly associated Legally. with being a he-him. Well, that's what oh, I that's did what at I mean. a bar once. I said, no, it was the other guy dressed as a bunny. Yes. And they bought yeah. it. They yeah. did. They uh, did. Yeah, I didn't know the laundry list was that was that big, dude. Yeah. I, honestly, that's crazy. And, and, and so where grooming? do you fall on that, Rocco? But, Are you so, okay with it? So there's this is the thing is there's some schools of thought and and obviously I want to hear from all of you but there's there's a, a few Me schools too? there's a few schools of thought no no one of down, which one of which that really bothers me yeah. is that J.K. Rowling instead of using her platform to say you know what I was wrong um, double down wrote a book on her <laughs> on her views and just continues to espouse awfulness about the lgbtq community specifically on that team yeah. um and then that's that's but that's her she hasn't even tried to apologize right mm. whereas we'll go to ezra ezra right. had a full apology said that they were going they were going into a treatment and therapy and according to his handlers he has actually kept to his word and stayed in his therapy and stayed he's he's committed to change however he still did all of those horrible things so for me i i look at jk rowling who doesn't give a fuck and i look at them and them maybe them are doing it because wb sat them down warner brothers sat them down and said hey um so you're the flash and that's a huge property and we're just going to take it all away unless you can like straighten your shit out and they did but the thing is, is they still I kidnapped a picture of this person. Well, they also uh, are just say, yes, Andy. you got to wonder that WB spent so much money and so many years to make that movie. Well, you know what? The, that... Obviously, you know, the big part of that where they spent most of the money is on one person. Yes. Yes. Michael yes. Keaton is reprising yes. his role as Batman. Who would that be? Uh, um, wait, 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 wait. Michael Keaton, Keaton was Batman. I thought it was Bruce Wayne. Anyways, um, <laughs> the uh, thing with the I think that maybe this is just a you know an idea that they said to Ezra Miller that we're going to sue you if you don't at least try and go to rehab. Yeah, because yes. we spent so much money on something that you mm, mm, fucked up. So interesting. Um, it idea. looks like you know their film career mm-hmm. largely sci-fi. Yes, but mm-hmm. I've you know. I don't really recognize him. I mean, I don't. I don't really watch a lot of those movies, but you know, doesn't Whoa. seem like that familiar of a face to me. Um, so whatever money 
Ezra got in in their career. Um, what what were they doing? Were they just on drugs? Were they drunk? I mean, do they have a substance abuse issue? And that's why probably they did all these things. You know, I'm not yes. trying to excuse it. I'm just trying to explain. Like for me, I would have to know those details in order f- for me to be able to like digest whether or not I'm going to spend hard earned money or valuable time on them. Right. And that's that's fair. And Dan, what are your thoughts? Uh, so I know you don't care about Harry Potter anyway, mm-hmm. but my point is, if what if she was involved in something that you were very much into? How would you feel about like a video game coming out? This is, by the way, this is a video game that's been in the works for like a decade that people have been waiting and asking for. And and now mm-hmm. it's finally out. And everyone's like, okay, well, if you're buying it, you're part of the problem. What do you think, Dan? Well, again, context is everything. So she's made it clear that she does not believe trans women are women. They, She believes you are what you were born as. Is that what and, you're saying? And donates money to anti-trans, actively donates money oh. to okay. anti-trans. Well, then that's a big problem for me. I, if she had just had the opinion of, like, I don't think that's a thing then I would just label her as, you know, maybe ignorant or stubborn or close-minded. Even if she was like, listen, I don't think that you're a woman, but, you know, you can have whatever rights you want. I'm just not on your side on that. She actively... I could could respect that. Very active, though, on the social media about it. But to actively, you know, sort of go against it, I don't think speaks well for her. And and history will will tell that, you know, that that kind of attitude is just... It's already archaic. You know I mean? have something. There's something that I think that she should check out. Now, it's a story about somebody who was born one way and became another way. Let me see. It was somebody who lived under yeah. the stairs. Hold on. Let me. Let and me. Became Google. a major wizard. I have to Google this. Uh, yeah. So it's called. You know, in a world of make believe that uh, has made you millions, you can't believe that something <laughs> that seems unbelievable is true. I don't. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Like, that's what right. I just wanted to say to her. Or just yeah. just simply having the open-mindedness to understand that maybe there are things going on in the world that we can't explain. Right. You know, given what she's written, you would think she'd be imaginative enough in her heart. Yes. To say, okay, maybe I don't think this is a real thing, but I can't explain it, so I'm not going to go against it. And furthermore, when Harry Potter did get huge, she was chastised by the Christian right because it seemed satanic and, yep. and you know, the, they were now they love her witches and shit like that. <laughs> now like, they love so her. She's a think free that, speech poster child for the right now. Right. It's just so ironic and it's, it's silly. Well, you know, I think that the, you know, we're talking about canceling the, or the art separating the art from the artist. The one thing that happens is when someone like this creates a property, I mean, they're the sole, let's say creator of it. But then once it gets so big, not that it becomes someone else's brainchild, but it's it's a lot of money coming in and jobs and a life. Like there's so many more, much more input from other creatives. Like when it comes to this game or comes to the movies right. or anything and else like that. She didn't make a painting. She created an industry. Right. And a lot of people depend on that industry. Right. Yes. And that's and that's a that's I think that that's a solid argument, especially since 
So there's the other thing, the production of Hogwarts Legacy. They added a trans character. Now, the question is, it was that to poke at her? Was that patronizing? Because apparently this trans person in the game was very obviously created by a non-trans person and is just relying on trans stereotypes. Mm for this the existence of this character so is it patronizing like you you have to think that they were going to know that this backlash was going to come like beforehand so someone was like put a trans person in there and then it's just fine right or were they trying to poke at her because the entire cast of the movies have come out to denounce her like that that whole cast the original cast said no we're we don't we cut ties we don't want anything to do with her and that's 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 a fact yeah and it's a shame because it was, you know, that kind of information didn't really become, you know, known until well after a lot of those movies were out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Till now, the game... oh, go ahead. yeah. No, no, you go ahead. Go ahead. I said, if the game was in development, was this like a recent addition to the game? Do we know? Was it part of the timeline of the development before she came out as anti-trans or whatever? You mean turf? the you mean the uh, the trans character? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't exactly know. I know this game has been in development for a long time mm-hmm. um, because it's like incredibly intricate and and completely open world in Hogwarts. The game itself looks beautiful. I won't touch it. Um, but the game itself, <laughs> like they did a really, really great job with it from everything that I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks like it would have been in development for a long time. I think it would be safe to say that everyone in production knew that she's a turf, but Harry Potter's a cash cow. Yeah, Harry Potter means a lot more to people than just uh, non. Well, it means a lot to a lot of people, including the trans community. So that's the crazy part. That is the absolute crazy part. Is like that. Like if you book... grew up and you were five years old and you read the entire series, and then later on you realized, oh, I'm a different gender than the one that was assigned to me at birth. Those books still mean a lot to you. Exactly because. Of the characters, because the characters, right. especially Harry, is was someone that grew up one way and ended up being another way. And Which had one was Harry? The main um, character, redhead, redhead guy, <laughs> butthead. Okay. Um, no, but uh, what I'm saying is, it's like my 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 daughter said it best. It's like she didn't even read her own books. Yes, right. My nine year old said that. Your kid, your kid is this smart cookie. The apple does fall far from the tree, then. In this instance, in this instance, yes, <laughs> but it, it, it's it's craziness. And then you've got Ezra on the other side. You know how I—it's I, Michael Keaton. I—I I mean, <laughs> yeah, I prefer better than what Adam. Better, better than, than oh yeah, better than um. It feels good <laughs> being with you. Uh huh. Feels good. Uh huh. It's a music joke, Rob. Oh, I'm sorry. My God, you're not you going to get some of these. You just gotta <laughs> let them go. Music jokes. That's my voice. It's just ridiculous, is what it is. <laughs> let's take um, a moment and plug. Let's t- the side rail. Yeah, Adam, you have your own podcast. Yeah, yeah. I do. I do. And I'm I like, am, oh, I think, six episodes deep. Awesome. Glad you. I do have some catching up to do. Um, it's a. It's if I can just talk about it uh, it's town, a podcast devoted you know it way better than i do at this point entire podcast each, each week devoted entirely to menstruation yep yep um of elderly 
celebrities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Last week was Catherine Zeta Jones, and that was incredible. That was an incredible yeah. episode. Thank you. Geriatric menstruation nation. <laughs> um, it's no, it's it's like it's, you know, I it just feels like a topic that people haven't really delved into, not even touched the surface, but not even delved into. Mm-hmm. I feel right. like if I can bring some awareness to that just from the layman's perspective, mm-hmm. then um It'll help other people, you know, understand what makes it so important. Uh, then, in all seriousness, you know, though, it is a podcast called Noise Appreciation. Oh, the other podcast. Yeah. Uh, is it Noise Appreciation 101? 101. So yes. It's a college. It's a college level course. You do get a credit via a podcast. Yeah. And it does. It's very expensive. And you'll yeah. go into debt, serious debt because of it. Um, but other than that, it's a great podcast about just appreciating the music around you, Adam, because it all connects back to you. Yeah, but um, also guest hosts on it, there guest curators. Guest yes, yes. Yeah. So when Dan, when Dan, when you called me to be like, "Do you want me on my podcast?" <laughs> I was thought it was. Uh, exactly I thought it was. You were like, you, you've you've started a podcast, Adam, and. uh Mm-hmm. Uh, I have some something important to talk about with you. And it was a question about cried. a boat. He and then, cried. Yeah, and then what, I cried. what? What's the matter? Yeah, but then I asked you if you wanted to be on it. So he I called me. I was like, just call me when you got a sec. So he calls me a few minutes later. Yeah, well, it's hey, a week hear... after your birthday, and I thought like maybe something happened, and you want to see if there was an eyewitness to anything, like oh, something shit. got stolen, like a friend of a friend showed up. Unrelated. I have to write something yeah. down. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. Uh, nice job without the pencil in your hand. No, when you when called we're off me back, the air. <laughs> I said, "Call me when you got a sex." So he calls me. There's a fire engine in the background. There's children screaming. Oh yeah. And I'm like, "Are you busy?" He's like, "Well, yeah, I'm at work." I'm mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, we'll talk later. Anyways, that's a cool story. Did you hear the gunshots? I did. There was like, I I say it was three. Some of my coworkers say it's four. Right, there's a missing bullet. Know. The casing somewhere. Yeah. Um, Jesus. but yeah, so I just wanted to mention that he's he's got his own podcast, folks. You should check it out. It's on Spotify, mm-hmm. and if you if you're a subscriber to Spotify, you get to hear the whole goddamn song. Yes, every time. If you aren't, you get thirty second clips. But also, if you not to make it complicated, because I just want to do it as easily as possible. But if you go and join the Facebook page, then you can just connect to the playlist that has all the songs on it. Like without not thirty second clips, like entire songs, right? So, yeah. there you have it. There you, you do have all the it. work. It's I, very uh, interactive, and then I make you do more work than I do. That's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. Listen, why don't we take a break? I've got the phone systems here, and one of them's blinking, and it says oh. from the Justice Department. So, oh god, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll talk about that when we get back. Um, unless you wanted to finish up your thoughts on jk rowling well there's you know when we come back we're gonna be talking about um you know chinese hot air ballooning and um (laughs) a lot of other things um but um no when it comes to that kind of stuff you know if you're the issue is is by consuming their art you are giving them money Mm -hmm. and they are using that money in order to 
progress themselves and progress some kind of awful message in terms of jk rowling you're keeping her rich and relevant and in terms of ezra you're keeping him rich and i I don't know the jury's kind of still out yeah exactly keeping him shallow so i mean do what you got to do but just understand that your decisions carry weight and there might be someone that you love a lot that may be seeing what it is that you're doing and by you doing these things you're hurting them but they'll never tell you so I guess just like think about that when you make your decision. I'm just gonna wait for the Flash to come out on HBO Max and watch it then, because I don't even my brother pays for HBO Max. So if anything, it's his fault if I watch it. That's true, and that's Jerry's final thought. Yes, exactly. We'll be right back. Get off the shit! From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. Hello? Hello? Mommy? Again with the phone? (laughs) Mommy? Hello? Hello? Yeah, this is the Justice Department. Oh God! Hey. What did what did we do now, or what did Dan do? Dan stepped out for a minute, so we've we've raided the studios of uh, your podcast. Oh, uh, this is a problem. I don't think there's any studios. We're at the they come the from studio. Bud Studios. Uh, yeah, so I oh, can explain oh, okay. the collection of dildos. That's I not, can ex- sir. <laughs> this is the Justice Department. You think we're going to be hounding hounding you and pounding on your door about? dildos well it's just it's like a lot of them and i'm not sure how many you get before you need a permit so we found more biden era classified documents in your studio can you explain so joe was going to be a guest (laughs) we did a test screening with him um he mumbled a lot he said a lot of weird things about sandwiches and, and did you stuff. say he was doodling on the back of the documents? Yeah. Well, I asked for his autograph after I politely yes, let him know we it. didn't want him on the show and right. he pulled out a whole bunch of he like, took it hard. He, took, it he hard. took a bunch of documents out and he signed mm-hmm. them and then they're just, they were just sitting there. Yeah. You know, it's your job to hand those over to the justice department, but actually the treasury. No, what is it called? I don't know. I don't you know. You should know this, but, not but us. You're, but you're there, so just take them. Yeah, they're yours. <laughs> okay, we're setting everything else on fire. I can't even read, so it doesn't <laughs> even matter. Um, yeah, uh, so so uh, classified documents, Dan. I know you and I kind of talked about this a little bit. Um, and and Adam, I think you know, I think you'll follow us here on this one in terms of yeah. you know, this podcast originally was started to to derail Trump's second term. And mm. our podcast and we succeeded is the Good only job. is the only reason we are the reason did he did not get elected the second time. <clears throat> yeah. However, we we did make a promise from the beginning is that any president that makes a mistake or any president that does something stupid, we are going to call them out because Absolutely. that's how that works. And I know, Dan, you and I had talked about this and you were like, I'm, I want to call out Joe Biden on our show. It's not fair. If we're just going to sit there and talk shit about Trump, we should Joey B, Joey B. But here's Go ahead. some, Go some, off, some more things have happened though, since, since the first handful of discoveries. That's about, what she 
<laughs> about <laughs> Joe Biden's uh, hoarding of classified documents, if that's what you mm-hmm. want to call it. Um, the original problem was the hypocrisy by Joe Biden and yes. call it the left of pointing a finger at, uh, you know, Donald Dump for. <laughs> you didn't. Even... You I didn't call that. I did. Oh, such a good one. Okay, okay. Uh, for and, and in my opinion, it's not having classified documents. He stole classified documents, and then didn't tell anyone he had them, mm-hmm. and then refused to give them up when they mm-hmm. were subpoenaed. Yes, right. So that's a huge problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it doesn't excuse Joe Biden. But let's not paint them in the same light because they're just well, not. No. You you right. can't. You can't. Biden's paint- administration, his team, they found it. They found him in different places, and they came forward as soon as they had him. However, they didn't tell right. the public. Now you could point a finger and say, "Why didn't Joe tell the public?" Uh, not great timing. And second of all, you're not supposed to talk about ongoing investigations. That's what the Justice Department does not want you to do. So, right. I mean, I'm not saying it was a great move, but. Technically, they were following directions. Now, after Joe Biden's fumbling of this situation, more and more classified documents start to rise up from the yeah. Republican side. Yeah. Former mm-hmm. President Pence, apparently, mm-hmm. and a whole sleuth of others. By the way, I, I want to say. What's his nut from uh, the center from Texas? Uh, Cruz. Greg Abbott. Cruz. Oh, Cruz. Didn't Cruz have one or two or something like that? No, like, Abbott's everybody's... the governor. Oh, uh, but it was it was the governor. No, I think it was it was Cruz, and he's a senator, not not the governor. I right. was saying that I was I made a mistake. Oh, okay. Well, someone I I think it was Cruz was mentioned. A whole bunch of them, whole bunch. Mm-hmm. And then you have the fact that Hillary was using a personal server to view and send classified information. Yes, but the server mm-hmm. remember that that server was looked over. And it was determined that there was nothing. No, 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 I'm not saying that there was anything nefarious there. I'm saying it was irresponsible. It was very irresponsible. I mean, Hillary. She's a goddamn whore. I mean, right. you know, I, I have another reason about Hillary, which I'd like to talk about next. But, yeah, she's well, a piece look, of shit. That's, my point is that when that first came out about Hillary, there were people defending her saying, look, a lot of people in the high end of government do this. Not only do they use personal service for classified documents, it, documents are willy nilly like they're all over the place. That's crazy. Yeah. And so we have this this idea that classified documents are in these perfect little manila folders at the CIA. Where they but should they're not. Be. They're there's they're all over. So only recently have we started this whole like war of like, oh, you got them in your basement. Oh, you got some, too, you know. Like, you got some in a Happy Meal at McDonald's. At this point, I think what matters more is the behavior around them. So if you get caught being sloppy, just own up to it and say, right. it's fucked up, we're stupid, we shouldn't have done it. Right. Meanwhile, you have fucking former prick over there going, fuck you, I like these, I'm keeping them. Come after me. And they did. And Yeah, and then these are, it's not, now, fair. It's not terrific that you came after it me. It could all get washed away. Because everybody else is coming out of the woodwork with them, and, it, and it's it's going to get lost, and that's my fear. And and it's a it's a solid fear to have. It is. I mean, what keeps me up at night is DeSantis running for president. Jesus Christ! My my brother, he's smart. Once in a while, he said that he wasn't afraid of Trump, and Trump isn't 
Trump himself isn't what he was afraid of. Okay. He was afraid of what comes after. Mm-hmm. Once the Republicans can prove that they can get this guy elected into office, yeah. what is going to come after? And that is the scary part. You and thought it I was think... bad when a, when a Texan became president. Wait till a Floridian becomes president. Oh, my God. <laughs> just and the things coming out of Florida right now, they went into schools and raided <sighs> it for certain books. Um, mm-hmm. There's empty shelves being shown. Um, they're uh, AP African studies or is no longer you're no longer allowed to to teach that um the don't say gay okay. law where you're not allowed to talk, talk about, about your gayness <laughs> at school no you're allowed to talk if you're you know cisgendered right um and then just the consistent like nazis are cool stuff like fuck florida right. dude yeah well okay cut it off Oof. you know it's it, i I'm still a person who thinks that, like, even as much as what's going on with all this, you know, the, you see these people in the light of the public being the rulers, quote unquote. But at the end of the day, we're still a democracy and we're not going to take that shit, even if the democracy is flawed. It's just mm-hmm. like majority rules still, even if, like, you know, uh, somebody has some sort of monetary or rule power or whatever. There's only so many people you can jail or say, no, you can't do that to. And these things are basic human rights, like right. knowing that you're black and knowing your history or knowing that you're gay and, you know, exp- and just being open with it. Well, yeah. And the thing about they said that the African studies paints America in a bad light. And mm-hmm. it's just like, do you know, in Germany that how hard they teach yeah, their yeah. kids about the Nazis, Yeah, and how they call that a national shame? Mm-hmm. And a national embarrassment. So, like, why don't we teach it like that? Teach slavery and African studies as a shame. That's not going to make me want to leave America. I just want to make no. it better. I want to make it better. So, like, understanding the shame is the first step in rectifying it. <clears throat> and the fact that there are these states like Florida that exist that don't even allow you to just be like, this is something that's shameful. We need to learn about it so we don't repeat it. Mm-hmm. Right. And the thing that scares me about majority rules is if you remember the Electoral College and Trump won, the fact that Trump <clears throat> won scares me. Now, at the end of the day, I am a white cisgendered male. Adam, you are a white cisgendered male. Dan, you don't know me. I'm pretty sure you're a white cisgendered male. I don't know. You could be some type of male formed donkey. <laughs> but um, who's a lot of hair? We're the three of us are going to be fine. The three of us are going to be fine. No matter who's president, three of us. We're going to be fine, but I have, I have a daughter and, you know, targets have been put on the backs of females. I have a lot of gay friends, trans friends who it's been made pretty clear that they're not exactly welcome here by the conservative administrations. So like, I think about them and I get worried. Well, there, there is a lot to be worried about. I, I I will agree with you there. Um, Regardless of who we are. I mean, that's why we created the show. So that we could talk about, you know, these problems. And although we did eradicate Trump from the presidency, we did Oval office for yep. now. Uh, I'm going to come back. Problems, It'll be tremendous. The problems that he. It's a good impression. Um, actually. <laughs> he heated <laughs> up. He engulfed in flame uh, are, are still there. And they're and they're they're causing a lot of problems for people. And that's it's why we have to keep talking about it. It's why people in other countries have to hear that there are plenty of good people in this country 
that don't necessarily agree with everything that's happening here. And that's true. I have to ask you guys if you heard the judge's statement from the uh, Buffalo shooting at Tops. No. Oh, no. He was just just sentenced, right? Yeah. Hold on. Can you tell? tell, Yeah. No. Let's. Buffalo Tops shooting judge is statement. I'm looking it up. Okay. Well, anyways, uh, it's one of those things where it's like you go, why? Why, you know, why can the leader of the free world say this at a debate? Like, why does somebody who actually literally has no balls have the balls to say this? Mm. We see something about there's no room for us. Okay, there is no place for you or your ignorant, hateful and evil ideologies in the civilized society. There can be no mercy for you, no understanding, no second chances. The damage you have caused is too great and the people you have hurt are too valuable to this community. You will never see the light of day as a free man again. Wow. Powerful. Yeah. It's like, how come we had somebody in office was like, um, you know, apparently there is a history of him denoting, uh, you know, Nazism, like, oh, racism is bad. But when asked to, you know, devalue or, you know, be like, is racism bad? I forget the exact words at that debate. He went, "Uh, sure. You know, (laughs) meanwhile, this woman has the fucking nuts to put all this out there. Was Trump still president when that happened? No. Uh, yeah, that was the Trump-Biden debate. Wait. Well, it happened twice. Well, no, you're talking about the shooting, right, Dan? Yeah. Oh, the shooting? The shooting yeah. was no, Biden know. was president. Okay, okay. Right, so then where was Biden on that? Did Biden say anything? They didn't ask him if he would... Uh, he, he wasn't asked the same question. Gotcha. But uh, Biden, you know, he if it was a a debate between Biden and Trump, then that means Trump still would have been president. No, he's talking about when Trump was like asked about racism during the debates. He didn't really say much. Just, yeah, racism bad. That's about it. Right. (laughs) Yeah. 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 When you stand stand up, stand back and stand, get ready. Stand down. Yeah. Yeah. To the Proud Boys. Yeah. He was asked point blank. Like, how do you feel about the Proud Boys? You know, stand down and stand by. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. And that's like, oh, right. Your own little army here. And you can just said racism bad. There, you know, that would have been even better than taking more balls than what he did say. And and having this local judge say that that's that's incredible to me. And that is those are people that should be leaders. Yeah, I'll be seeing David Cross. In Buffalo in march what the hell does that have to do with it thank Take you pie. <laughs> david cross he is hilarious he's a hilarious hilarious guy tobias Funke. have you been seeing the daily show uh guest host uh clips fantastic. just been oh, watching clips so, but they're stuff. all they're all good um, i've only seen chelsea handler so far i wanted oh, to talk about crushes it I wanted to say, though, so another thing here is Epstein's black book was revealed and all the names, all the names in that black book. And we're talking about the Flash and Hogwarts. And (laughs) do you know? uh, So names, this is the name. These are the prominent names. Some of the prominent names. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump. Bill Clinton. Mm -hmm. Prince Andrew. Chris Tucker. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, oh no. 
Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Those yep. are the those were five names that were <coughs> you can get the whole thing in PDF um right now. Yeah, which I did and I was like looking at it. I'm like scrolling down looking for the that exact flight log because that's what the that's where the names were listed yeah. in the flight log. I couldn't find the flight log and I was like about nine hundred pages in. I'm like, I can't keep doing this. You know? Yeah. But they're <laughs> it's like two thousand five hundred pages. It's enormous. Yeah, the Chris Tucker one is a little bit. The Chris Tucker one's a little more shocking than the rest for some reason. Well, yeah. of course, yeah. but we haven't. I haven't heard anything about Chris Tucker. Have you guys? No, no, but he's <laughs> that he's in make, there. That doesn't make him a pedo. It doesn't make him someone who's having um, inappropriate sex or conduct with a minor. It doesn't mean mm. that that's happening. But the, but they know they know what he is. Folks, yeah. When you're taking a private yeah. jet to a private island where we know for a fact other horrible things have happened, that's what vice. But imagine being him. Imagine being him. Imagine being naive to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> like not having any clue. And they're like, hey, you know, because they can't say it out loud. Sure. Yeah. Probably have to speak in innuendo. I got some, we got some fresh cuts of meat. I don't know what these, you know, what they say. Where's the barbecue? Chris, come on. The the ladies, they're gorgeous. They're young. They're great. And he's like, all right, let's go. You know, his Chris Tucker voice. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Come on. Gets on the plane. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Lands at the local airport, hops on a boat. You know, he's drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get to the <clears throat> island. Fucking 15-year-old's walking out, and he's like, oh, fuck. I need to leave now. <laughs> he makes a scene. If he, uh... makes it, if he makes it seem like he's uncomfortable, they could kill him. Yeah, that's true. That is it. true. If I were him, I'd be terrified. Yeah, no, I'd be absolutely, absolutely terrified. And then, but... And then just getting back safe and sound, maybe he didn't touch anyone. Mm-hmm. But he feels awful about it, and maybe he gets back to the states, and now he's like, "Well, I can't say anything. what do I do because I could die, or you could kill somebody I love." You know exactly. That, that, it's uh, all all very. We're talking possible. about the very rich and powerful here. Yeah, it's very very possible. I do remember the "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia" episode where Frank. Was like okay, yes, I've been to Epstein Island, but it was for the snorkeling. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful, beautiful snorkeling. <laughs> but yeah, it's it, again, it's the implication. So it is the implication, and the and implication. The, the, the fact of the matter is, is that like, you know, Donald Trump has already been accused of a whole lot of things that randomly disappeared. Bill Clinton has been accused of a whole lot of things that have randomly disappeared. You know, Hillary, you know, all of them, you know, Prince Andrew, Prince Andrew is pretty obvious. Yeah. Like, like Kevin, Kevin Spacey. That guy's never had sex with anyone over 17 years old. Not in his life. (laughs) No. And and he's never, he's always had to pay for sex. Always. And I I think, I think, I think the, uh, the monarchy, the crown, whatever you want to call it. I think they knew. I think they oh, knew they about absolutely it. knew, yeah. bro. And I wish, oh, see, I wish I could actually get into it, but the whole uh, like royal family shit that's been going on the last couple of years with uh, Harry and his wife getting you the watch the doc. You watch the documentary. I haven't. I, I mean, I kind of want to, but it's I, very good. 
without even seeing much about it, I've just seen kind of bits and pieces of their interview with Oprah mm-hmm. a couple of years ago or whatever that was. Um, I think they I think they knew some shit, dude. I don't think it was just like, oh, my new wife is half black and, you know, she doesn't get along with my family. No. Yeah. No, there's some very serious well, shit going on. They saw something. She was like, uh-uh. And Harry was like, well, fuck it. I'm not ever going to have the crown anyways. Yeah, Let's they had a lot of here. They had you to make watch it public. The they had, I feel like they had to make it public so that if anything did happen to them, they'd be like, it's all out there now. Precisely. You know, yeah. what are you going to, it's going to make you look awful. This entire monarchy and whatever. Right. Public I just. I watched the doc and by watching it, his words and his actions matched up to me of a man who is literally just trying to protect his wife and his children. And, and I am a dad who wants to protect his wife and his children. So the way he spoke in that documentary scared me and put for me, I agree. Mostly put a pit and put a pit in my stomach of for now, I'm going to pretend that he's not a prince None of that. Just a dad and a Dude. husband. And he's just like, all right, this is like what I got to do right now uh, to get that because this is a bad fucking situation. Right. Um, when he was describing the night that their security got pulled and they were like sitting in the middle of the floor in the darkness of their own house because they were surrounded by paparazzi. And the fear is there's no security and what these people would go through just to get a photo. And he didn't even blame them. He blamed the tabloids because they're the ones paying these cameramen thousands, tens of thousands of dollars for a single photo. So his response was, if they made these photos worthless, they're not going to come because they're not going to sell. They're not going to be able to sell the photos to anyone. And when he said that in the doc, to me, that made sense. And, you know, having security all your life and now not having any security and these people are fucking crazy. And what happened to your mom? Yeah. You yeah. put yeah. these pieces together. That's just me, though. Maybe I'm wrong. Is it on, is it on Netflix? It is. It's okay. a docuseries on Netflix. And it's very good. It was better than I thought it was going to be. She wanted to watch it. I was like, whatever. She put it on, and I'm like this. Yeah, glued to it. Yeah, it was good. It was What's very it called good. again? Um, Her- uh, Harry and... When Harry met Sally. Very Harry. Very hairy. Very hairy and the Hendersons. Harry and the Hendersons. Okay, I'll watch that and see how it equates. Um, Harry is just well, called Harry, Harry and Megan. Okay, okay. Gotcha. All right, taking notes. Word. Um, delicious, delicious. You know, okay, this doesn't have to do with Harry, but it has to do with the cancel culture. You brought up Kevin Spacey. And I remember that he was in a movie that I really liked called Baby Driver, and I still really like. But his co-star, Ansel Elgort, same thing. Things came out about the behavior of two of the major parts mm. of this film. Now, the thing is, when it comes to, you know, on the subject we're talking here, when it comes to authorship, that's the thing. You have somebody like Woody Allen. So he's like their director from the bottom up. He's in control of everything. It's his story. It's yeah. his movie casting everything. That, I think, when the truth comes out about him, it's it's kind of like a, a control thing, you know, that he feels like I can get away with anything. I'm the creator, whatever. But mm. that to me tarnishes all his work. But meanwhile, something like Baby Driver, I might find it hard to watch to an extent because of those two actors. But it's a very good movie. Yeah, so that's where you have to, you know, separate in your mind. Well, yeah, but I, I, have I think a that's personal. that's, that's the a... whole thing that I've been trying to make this point about when it comes to cancel culture. It's like. I don't really care if the rest of the world c- 
cancel somebody, but on, on a personal level, on an individual level, I can't watch anything with that person in it. If I know that what they've done is so heinous, I can't get past it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have a personal Kevin Spacey story. So, oh, for years, my dad was a limo driver in Tampa. Mm. And he has had some very famous people he's driven, and he has been very, very clear. Now, my dad is a talker. He's that's where I get that from. He mm-hmm. is a talk. He'll talk to anybody without any fear. And so he's he always brought up celebrities, and I'll I'll talk about them in a minute. But Kevin Spacey. So my dad is a is a cinephile like I am. My dad watches a lot of movies, and he loved Kevin Spacey. This is before anything came out about Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. So my dad said that he got in a limo. He went to introduce himself and say he's a big fan, and he pretty much immediately put the divider up. And mm-hmm. my dad was like, typically, like celebrities won't put the divider up. They'll like try and be friendly, especially nowadays with you know the internet. Everybody gets in trouble, right? But Kevin Spacey just put that shit right up immediately, and then he was like done with the, with the ride. And my dad, he's like, like I always do. I politely said, Hey, I'm a big fan of yours. Would it be all right if we took a picture together? And he just flat out refused. So then my dad's like, all right, you know, and let, left it at that. And then mm-hmm. I guess he and his handler or like his publicist walked back out and was like, he'll take a photo with you. Sorry about that. That was a misunderstanding. My dad oh, said wow. it, it was very forced, but yeah. it's Kevin Spacey. So he took the photo with Ke- with him, right? Yeah. And then my dad's like, he turned to me clear as day and went with, like this and said, that is your tip and walked away. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Real generous. So my my dad wrote, uh, drove Jimmy Fallon more than 10 times. Mm-hmm. My dad's like, if you ever meet Jimmy Fallon... Give him my name. He'll know who I am. Oh, um, nice. he, he always gave him amazing tips and always like was just like down to like party. Like he I kept inviting my dad into the strip club. I guess when he goes to Tampa, he just wants to go to all the strip clubs. So my dad just takes him on the strip club circuit and he's got like That's 15 great. people with him. And he's like, he's just very friendly. He's a very friendly guy. Mm-hmm. And then awesome. I guess he's had multiple heart to hearts with Eddie Vedder. Who lives in fucking Tampa? That's I was gonna ask you about that. You've brought that up before. Yeah. So he's he like tip. My dad said no one's ever tipped him more ever. Um, and they actually talk <laughs> like That's throughout insane. the ride. Yeah. <laughs> Actual conversations. Yeah, and like he's like, yeah, my boys are my boys like your music. <laughs> he tells them that. <laughs> he told him that, but he hasn't driven a limo in fucking a long time now. Right. I would find it so hard to not meet Eddie Vedder and be like, can I do an imitation of you? Just I need to get it out of my system. I have do some. It. Do it on so the that... show. Here in hell, out of concrete. Just one layer. Yeah. <laughs> I don't one care. Song, Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam is uh, my favorite. Probably, I think, in my opinion, yes. the number one 90s band of all time. Oh, interesting. Okay. My dad was also a limo driver, but for the skies. Oh, for airplanes. Yeah. And uh, he had some pretty high clientele. Thing is, like, he never paid attention to pop culture. 
<clears throat> he probably had plenty of <clears throat> people. He just didn't really know what he was doing or who they were. Yeah. He did mention <laughs> that he had uh, Dave Matthews uh, from time to time. Okay. And one of his uh, recurring clients was, um, oh, God, what, now I'm having a brain fart. What's her name? He got arrested. Oh. Mar- Martha Anthony. Stewart. Oh, Martha Stewart. Oh, Martha, yeah. He had Martha Stewart, and apparently she was a giant asshole. <laughs> like, she'd have her little dogs Tuesday. with her, and they had to be boarded. You have to put your dog in a crate. Like, you can't just have your dog, like, running around the airplane. Yeah. Liability reasons? Yeah. and Yeah. Like, it's a small aircraft. Mm-hmm. You can't, you know what I mean? Like, I would understand if you were in first class, you maybe Air Force One. Fine. You got the whole damn thing to yourself. There's not much turbulence because it's a bigger plane. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a turbo twin turbojet, like small private airplane that could handle turbulence very quickly. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. one little dip and duck and that fucking dog is hitting the ceiling and then the floor. Just and yeah. dead, hopefully. You know, and then it's their fault because the so he was just explaining that and then she was just like horrible to him about it like refusing and all this shit yeah my dad drove for medical motor service <laughs> any famous people oh, we're gonna we're gonna take that as a, uh, as a no <laughs> there you go <laughs> so no i i mean my family members have weird ways of inserting themselves into random parts of history yeah. <laughs> like force gun. Uh, yeah, I I always call my grandma Forrest Gump because she's just been part of so many like if you there there's a in Ellis Island there's a picture of the Andrea Doria and a bunch of people waving on it and yeah. my grandma's on it. <laughs> like, did you just, mention her last time I was on the show? Yeah, 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 story, yeah. yeah. So, it's but crazy. yeah, it's it's craziness. It's craziness. But um let's go back though to back Kevin back. Spacey. Yeah. Space. And he, what he like, he raped young boys, right? Isn't that what it was? He was a rapist of young boys. Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah. I think more than one. The one was definitely like a big deal. And it it went to court, didn't it? I I think so. Yeah. But But then I think some other people like, yeah, he's an asshole. And I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) I just don't. I don't. I'm the those proclivities, you know, the, there's so many questions around that, you know, and I think it's the same thing we just we talked about with priests. Is it opportunity or is it that they were already this way and knew that they could do it? Well, that's the thing, too. It's, like it's both. Yeah. With yeah. priests, it's definitely both. There's been so many studies and it's been going on for so long. It's the fact that they're these there are some people who had a proclivity for younger you know boys or just vulnerable people in general and they mm-hmm. decided because they're sociopaths that they will infiltrate the church and take advantage of having access and trust however mm-hmm. there are also people who are denied any sexual gratification whatsoever Celibacy. and the only people that they're around are young boys. Yeah. And so it just sort of manifests. So sick, man. And then you also have a whole swath of other priests that are not pedophiles, but they are doing things behind the church's back, like having sex with women 
having yeah. sex with that's each what i'm other. talking about they're having good. sex with each other good and what happens is the priests the fuck little boys find out about it they find out that father john mm. just had sex with mary in accounting mm. and they're like you turn me in i'm turning you in and so it became this whole protection <clears throat> just people that were doing horrible horrible things but the people that were doing medium-sized not so good things just because the church said it was wrong honestly i wish i go back i would go into the priesthood but i would be one of those priests that just bangs milfs that of whom's trust i gave (laughs) and to me i just don't see any issues with that uh two consenting adults that are of age yes i would just i and then it'd be like well you got caught again all right move me to another fucking church and then i'll just do it again (laughs) because you know you're not doing anything awful and that will ruin somebody's life it's great i feel like seen the uh, keepers i yes what about adam have you seen keepers that's the one with the nuns right the adam watch it okay it's not the list it's not it's not an uplifting series okay no no Oh, make it, sure, you know, I'm watching The Last of Us like right now, like most of us probably are. Oh, so, God. You know, I'll just watch it every Sunday after The Last of Us um, double down on the bleakness. We're good. I just want to call Last of Us and be like, hey, I would like to not cry during this entire episode. If you could just <laughs> do me a favor and not destroy my heart in an episode, that yeah. would be nice. Thank you. Yeah, I can't just, do it. This is the very end of it. Like, oh, I'm going good. I'm going to make it then. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, it's like, wow. It. Even the first, uh, the first episode, the first episode with the right in the beginning. Do not lo- spoil it. I might I, actually watch it. I cried. I mean, I just was like, "Oh my god!" Oh, they show, they show, they show. Kevin Spacey shows up. That's why oh. Rock was cried. He's just like, "Hello, I'm not going to move my eyebrows while I act." All right, we're getting a little long in the no. tooth, as they say. Long in the tooth, and we'll come back yeah. with obviously everyone's most anticipated. Fuck you. Serenity now! We'll be right back. From the far reaches of the galaxy to an internet location near you, we're Don'tForgetATowel.com, your daily source for geeky pop culture news, reviews, interviews, and so much more. So as you're hitchhiking your way through the universe, don't forget to travel safe, and don't forget a towel. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now you're going to hear about it. Thank you, Frank. Everybody's favorite part of our show. Fuck you. Where we're just angry about fucking stuff. Mm. Adam, did you want to mention something there? I noticed you were quite tickled. Um, I, uh, it's it's the call sounds like your version of the NBC do 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 that you just <laughs> you just created worked really hard on. Yeah. One of the other it was. Well, you know, I I feel like I've told you this, but I stole that from Ben Folds. <clears throat> oh, okay. Some little thing he did with the F F F in the D within. Oh wait, I'm sorry. F in the A with a D. Okay. All right. So. Well, now that I know it's not yours, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> that's that's a lie. Great chords right there. The F A and the D. Yeah, that's totally a F. 
So I, I who wants to go first? Uh, I'll tell you this. I yeah. don't have I don't really have a major fuck you right now. Well, that's um, mine is like Seinfeld level. Oh, that's fine. That's acceptable. Okay. Okay. All What's right, cool. the deal? Yeah, that's it. With airline peanuts. Yeah, exactly. What's the anyway, deal well, with a little corner on your sock? Is it supposed uh, to be on the heel every time? Should I return it if it doesn't fit correctly? Is that really one of his? No, it's I just thought perfect. Of that. It's that's perfect. Good. It's exactly. I, I still. I still think his Ken Griffey toothbrush bet still makes me laugh like that. He's like, I went to the baseball hall of fame and I saw a toothbrush underneath the toothbrush. It said on loan from Ken Griffey. Ken. Oh yeah. 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 Give him, give him the toothbrush. This is on loan. <laughs> anyway, anyway, what's your fuck you, Adam? <laughs> Have you ever been walking in the oh. store? I was at the antique store. I was on the shops at Ridge today. I just like to go there on Sundays just to bliss out for a bit, see what kind of weird crap they have. Maybe pick up a couple Adam, records. no joke. I yeah. almost went there. I had to go to a birthday party for one of my kids. Wild. My, my kid was invited to a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. You were in a surrogate for them, yes. And I was like, could I drop her off and just like go to the shops on West Ridge? Yeah. But no, I couldn't. Uh, but So you were there. What wow. were you doing there? Just fondling antique furniture? Oh yeah, for sure. I was actually one of the best couches that was there. I sat on it. I was like, like in the modern, uh, I think it's apartment 24 or something's called. I was like, Oh, right. I sat down. I was like, this is the most uncomfortable, but coolest looking couch. I've seen. Fantastic. But, uh, you know, our friend's dad, the Detman's dad and yes. and their mom have a shop there. I had, and there's a, a comic book shop right in there too. I had a super weird conversation with the twins, uh, mom. <laughs> When I recognized, did you? Okay, okay. I was like, Reenie, Reenie. Yeah, I was like, oh, you look. I was like, you're the twins, mom. Yeah, they just had a birthday. Yeah, um, you, you look like you're uh, definitely from Joe's side of the family. Yes, Joseph is my nephew. Oh my god. (laughs) 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 Wait, really sweet, but like it was like I was like, you you can talk to me. I'm fine. They just had a birthday. Coupo. Oh, this was a few months ago. Oh. Okay. Well, their birthday's but, in the fall. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah they, they seem pretty cool. Dad's super talented, obviously. Yes. Um, so I go there just for records and just see what kind of weird random crap that they have. Oh, it's fantastic. Like, Any listeners uh, in the yeah. western New York yes. area, take a little day trip to Greece, New York, and find the shops mm-hmm. on Westridge, a.k.a. 200 shops or whatever the hell they're called now. Yes. A lot of fun. Um, huge. You can spend an entire day there. You can get lost. Mm-hmm. Uh they have their own police department, their own fire department. It's, yep. I mean, it's, it's like the movie Synecdoche, New York. Haven't seen it. Okay. But uh, um, they also have so, a cafeteria that looks very 50s. It's cool. So, yes. Let Adam finish his story, Dan. Jesus just, Christ. But just the amount. When of I was people... seven. Oh, my no. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my when God. I was seven, I had a stupid son of a bitch. All right. So, Joe. just. Simply enough, people who stand in the middle of aisles. Oh yeah, you have this spaces where you can like kind of you may see somebody coming. You know, I'm coming down the aisle like 20 feet away. You know, they're facing me, and yet they somehow decide they need to either stay in the aisle or even today there was this family in the aisle, this grandparents and this daughter and the grandkid, and I was like, okay. In order to get around you, I'm going to duck left into this booth here and come around the other side. 
And meanwhile, they migrated into the exit route that I was about to take. Of course they did. Of course they did. And I'm just like, why do you not have eyes? And the thing about those places is like, these people are just like, oh, I'm here for a fun, good time, you know? And yeah, yeah, they're just completely like, this is my place now. I used to get annoyed by that in high school, but you know, that's not, that's people who are open about not giving a shit by standing around the middle of the hall. This is just ignorant people. So yeah, I don't like people. There you go. Oh well, like I don't like human. I don't like human beings, and I don't like interaction very much. Adam, that's a solid fuck you. Okay. Well, can we do? Can we do Rocco's time at the Boopers? Oh yeah, here we go. Mm. I really maybe Adam can come up. That sounds dirty. Adam, almost every time we do a fuck you, Rocco is always bringing up a time when he's at a checkout, specifically a self-checkout. At Wegmans. Either at Wegmans, Home Depot, doesn't matter where it is. Oh, yeah. He's he's always using the self-checkout, and mm-hmm. something happens, and I, I we need, like, intro music. A jingle. Like a, like a, a short jingle. jingle. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Oh, man. Here he comes. I go in real time. I didn't realize. <laughs> I wanted to give him homework so he'd do it later, but you know, yeah, but now, sure. Okay. Let's come in with a. He's got an instrument. I'm thinking F flat. Should we go F flat? Hold on, let's go. Well, I can't hear anything. Nothing. Okay. Is it the same thing with the clap? What Adam, is happening? We cannot hear you whatsoever. What? Why is this happening? Too bad. It was genius. Actually, I was playing the Seinfeld bass line because that sounds very Seinfeld-esque. I wish I would have freaking heard it. Hold on. Hold on. I don't know why. Go get one of your other instruments. It's got to be the same thing with the clap, how we can't hear the clap. Or get the clap. All right. Well, we can't even tell if we're going to be able to hear the guitar. I'm not even sure what that... Oh, okay. No, nothing. Nothing. Silent. Really? That's so annoying. I don't know. I, I... Oh, there it is. Okay, yeah. so key of F. E to the F. Yeah, it's just muffled now, but this sounds yeah. Now it's all very muffled. We have derailed one of these days. That's okay. We yeah, <laughs> come up, Adam. Maybe this. Maybe if you want to do a little jingle, my 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 time. We'll is record it. All right. Yeah. We'll um, all right. It. Let's hear your booping story. So, boop so, story. So I'm, I'm coming to the self checkout with my mm-hmm. my groceries, and as usual, I am already under my breath, angry at people that have more than twenty <laughs> items. Because it says it clearly on the sign. Going out of the list. You're not reading it, and it, <laughs> it bothers me. So I'm getting in there, and I, in inordinate fashion, the keeper of the area asks me how I'm doing and if I found everything okay, and if everything is all right. Mm-hmm. And I said, I am good. This is the self checkout. Almost to remind her that I'm doing this for no <laughs> human interaction. You're such an wow. asshole. <laughs> She's very sweet. But I I could see through it because there was a a woman on like an iPad and she was she was very attractive. And you could tell she was like from corporate and she had an iPad and she's like watching everything and she's typing into mm. the iPad, right? So 
now I put together that this young woman that came to greet me was only doing so because, because they were right there, right? Yeah. Now this line, this was this was getting very big. The area was very busy, right? Mm-hmm. If there is one thing I cannot stand is when a supervisor is just supervising an employee at a very busy time mm-hmm. with a lot of people that need help at the different corresponding counters, right? I'm not one of them, but there were a lot of old folks and that always comes with assistance that's needed. Lady, put the fucking iPad down and help her with the customers. Right. Because as far as I'm concerned, you're useless. If you're there to just watch what she's doing and write stuff down, okay, do it when it's slow. That's fine. But when it's busy, roll up your sleeves and get in there and help. So fuck you. Honestly, fuck you. Fuck you with your fucking. Not enough rolling up of the sleeves. She's checking. You guys, she's got to check her privilege, man. Maybe go back to her roots, but it's just like, bitch, like put the iPad down. Okay. And you know, you look, mm, you look good today, Mm -mm. but um, (laughs) come and help, you know, come and assist. It's not that difficult. And also uh, fuck you. If it's more than 20 items, stop going to the self-checkout. You're just gumming up the works. And if you're an old person, don't ask any questions because everybody hates you. (laughs) <laughs> honestly if you don't know how to use the self-checkout don't go to self-checkout don't go to self-checkout yeah. and don't get mad well, what if you're illiterate and you don't realize this is self-checkout and you don't realize there's a limit on the items then like we got nothing if you're illiterate did you can't eat you. oh you can't read so you're not allowed to eat yes what yeah, you I want s- completely support I fully that. support yes see where you're about yes. <laughs> if you're an adult that doesn't know how to read you oh, I'm sorry I'm blind. Which would make braille. me sense why I'm walking through a grocery store. You got Braille. Fuck the oh, yeah. When's the last time you saw Braille on a box of Cheerios? Come on. I get concerned when I see Braille on a drive-up ATM. Yeah. That's a, yes. <laughs> How, why is this a thing? How many blind driving people... It's like they knew they knew everything on how to get to the ATM, but couldn't well, they're in the, that's use not that. How, that's they're in the passenger seat. You know what? They're in the they're in the driver's side passenger back they're, passenger. Yeah, driver's side in the back. The rear so driver. The driver yes. Yeah, so the driver drives up. They get that, and then they start feeling their hands around. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Just, you guys can't see it, but just like the end. Did you see oh, that video I sent? I think the ACLU is calling. I don't want to. Can we just say we're sorry? Yeah, I guess. All right. Sorry for telling the truth. <laughs> yeah, we're done with these woke Jeez. podcasts. <laughs> we're so done with wokeness. Now, Dan, what's your fuck you? Not that right. we care, but. So um, it's oh, not care. a heavy one. But it's one I've been diving into recently. Mm. And I just like to say fuck you to uh, these sort of conspiracy theorists in the Disney like verse, okay, about how it's all connected. And specifically, let me call out this sort of theory that Elsa and Anna's parents, who just decided to take a vacation, uh, died in the North Sea or were washed up. Somehow their ship was was gone and and you know if we assume that the the frozen movies take place in norway 
right? Okay. That the ship ended up in the fucking Congo. Yeah. I know what you're going to say. Uh, yeah. And then somehow she was already pregnant with Tarzan. Yeah. Dear God. Gave birth to Tarzan on the boat. Yeah. And had this perfectly healthy newborn baby that they started to raise. By the way, there's there's no difference in the baby that was saved from the boat as they were getting on the little life raft to how old the baby was when the jaguar attacked the family. And he, the dad had time to not only build an entire camp, but an, an intricate tree house with parts from the ship. Mm-hmm. He took, you know, the back, I don't know what it's called, yeah, the back I, part of like where you have seen the movie orders yeah. of the sh- He made that into a tree house mm-hmm. in Tarzan. Yet in Frozen 2, the ship their parents died on shows up yeah, it was on land. On land. Here's the deal. Okay, you continue with your fuck you, but. It's I, just, I can just, yeah. People just want to make these connections that aren't there. Yes, Flynn Rider and Rapunzel do show up at the coronation. Yes, for that's true. Elsa, we see it, we know it. There's no joke. It's quite yeah, obvious. It's just cool. And there is a possibility that that's where Anna and Elsa's parents were headed to the original marriage of Flynn Rider and uh, Rapunzel. Sure, sure. Fine. There's even evidence of the two doofuses from Cinderella showing up the marriage or would have been fake marriage in The Little Mermaid. Yep. Yep. There's that one, too. So Mm -hmm. these things happen. All right. Some of these things are connected, but like not in this grandiose, absurd way. I'm sorry. Tarzan, not connected whatsoever. It's the MCU (laughs) ifying. Yeah. So fuck you to these people. They they need like a better hobby. But go ahead. Do. Another thing is, okay, when do we assume like what century do we assume Frozen takes place? Like seventeenth, eighteenth century? Something yeah, like well, that? there's no televisions, there's no technology of any kind. Right. Yeah. Um, and the photograph that's used in in Frozen Two uh denotes more of a uh daguerreotype. Uh yes. so I, I would even say at best late 1800s early 1900s okay well oh that's the thing it's like you have this whole frozen thing that seems to be in a fancy land but okay because i was gonna say the time the time thing and then if you watch the little then there's the whole thing with the little mermaid goes goes through like an abandoned ship and because hans christian anderson is from denmark they're saying Mm -hmm. that like okay so then like all that shit happened around denmark and that's the ship that Anna and Elsa's parents died on. It's at the bottom of the sea, and that's what Flounder and Ariel are, are playing around, are stealing trinket, trinkets from, right? It's, I mean, Disney too much. does do, like, it's, really no, almost creepy. Stupid. Disney does do almost creepy Easter eggs at some they, points like that. But I do, think that but this not is to just, that level. Yeah, they're not, like, or like retroactively writing stories that connect right. so deeply. You know exactly. I mean, if no one, no one's bringing up Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Do you remember the hieroglyphics on the Ark? Yep. There were it was, uh, the hieroglyphics. Two oh. of them were C three PO and R two D two. Yeah. So it was plain as day, and then in the Temple of Doom, the whole beginning sequence. As soon as they leave the club 
for the beginning sequence of Temple of Doom. What's it called? The club is called Club Obi-Wan. And oh, you nice. can just see right at plain yep. as day. But again, they're yeah. not connected in any way. Right. And that's just George Lucas having some fun. Correct. Although it did take place in the galaxy far, far, a long time ago. So who knows? It, it is it is possible. The Easter eggs, have you heard the theory of the Pixar movies specifically? Uh, the um, the Pizza Planet truck is in every single movie. Yeah. Well, no, beyond that, I no, mean, the, 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 the idea that the little girl in Monsters, Inc. Uh-huh. is constantly searching for Sully. She's trying to get back to find him, and she shows up as the witch in Brave. Oh, and if you uh... look in the witch's... Uh, like little cave her little wood shop there are several uh sculptures that are like identical to sully huh yeah and so she becomes like this time traveler and shit because she has access to these doors visual easter eggs there that's all they are yeah i feel but that's a that's a pixar theory yeah i mean by a lot of people Okay. <laughs> I just know the the Pizza Planet truck. You can literally find it in every single movie. And then in almost every single movie, almost every single movie, there is a an Easter egg to the next film that's coming out that people didn't know about yet. Mm-hmm. Unless they cancel that next film, which they did. But the only one something. I think it's Cars. When Cars came out, there was no Easter egg in that mm-hmm. about uh, the next Ooh. film because the next film after Cars was Ratatouille. There's no Ratatouille. I love Ratatouille. Ratatouille's good. The, the ride at Disney World's great. Yeah. So. Well, I like Pat Oswalt. I think he was. I think he was fantastic in that. Yeah. All right. So. But fuck that's you my fuck you. Just you know, come on, guys. Just give it. Give it a rest. It's not true. Tarzan is not the, <laughs> the. Tarzan is not the rightful heir to Arendelle. Get the fuck out of here. I've been watching these movies ad nauseum because <laughs> I've been off with a knee injury and my three-year-old is obsessed. Of course, that's understandable. My son, man, he's on a he's on a Little Mermaid kick right now, and I'm not sure if he's like into the movie as much as he's into Ariel's um, seashells. seashells. <laughs> yeah, we said it that's the same what, time. Yeah, right. Because that's you know, what size bra she wears. Seashells. He's, he's already very clearly into women. Yeah, I I, I remember being young and being like, yo. Yes. There's like an animated half naked chick on the screen. Like this is kind of hot. This makes my my private parts feel funny, and I don't know I why. I don't want to say. I want to watch it again. In, I don't want to say she's why I'm into redheads. But right, well, it could be. Uh, for mm-hmm. me, Bryce Dallas Howard is the reason I'm into. Is she a redhead? No, yes, yeah, she out. is. Yes. yes, she is. Oh yes. God, yes, yes. Sorry, Bryce Dallas Howard is. She's perfect. She's literally yeah. perfect in every way. Not even just looks. I mean, just everything. Oh, oh, okay. Wow. I said all that out loud. I said all that out loud, didn't I? You saw her in bias. Black Mirror, Rocco? No, I'm uh, talking about uh, her heavy involvement in Star Wars. Well, yes, I'm just, I'm just saying, if you're a fan of hers, have you seen her in the Black Mirror episode? I have not. Oh, it's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Watch all of those episodes, those okay. including hers. Sure. Well, yeah. If I watch it, I'm definitely gonna watch hers. She's you're welcome. She, I, I'm uh, hashtag Bryce Dallas Howard needs a Star Wars trilogy. Hashtag. Okay. Um, All right. Well, anyway. my fuck you is now to Rocco for bringing up Star Wars five <laughs> times. Somehow, I do it every time. All right. Well, every this time. was a great first episode back. I hope everyone right was naked while they listened, and I hope that they were touching someone they loved. Um, and you guys don't know whether or not pants are involved in the situation. Hey, man, it's Zoom. 
It's Listen, soon, yeah. If you are listening to our show and pegging the one you love, then I feel that everything <laughs> I've done in podcasting is complete. Yeah, it's a win. It's a win-win. Yeah, just you know, right. just let them have it. Right. <laughs> just absolutely let them have it. And, just as uh, soon as you as you as you turn off this episode, your your sex drive will just go up, way way up. Absolutely. All right, Party Critical on Mass is written and produced by Dan and Rocco. Recorded with Zoom. All music by Pine Grove and Adam Donnelly. All special effects were done in-house. No stunts were performed without the supervision of adults. And almost no animals were harmed in the making of the show. If you like this show, please leave a review and share with a friend. They come from butts.